reached a point where you could go public. The, the main purpose, main business purpose, is to get liquidity or money for owners, to get money for the business, raise money, or to use the, the stock of the company as an acquisition currency. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Hey, Chet. Thanks for being on the MJ Bulls Podcast. Hi, Dan. Always great to talk to you. Today, we're continuing our series, Things to Know When Raising Cannabis Capital, and we have Chet Billingsley from Mentor Capital to talk to us about the life cycle of raising capital. But before we jump into that, Chet, you got to tell our listeners how a West Point, Harvard, MIT grad with just $1,000 started Mentor Capital in Silicon Valley in 85 and grew it to one of the most successful publicly traded cannabis investment firms in the country. Well, uh, GE was going to send me to Schenectady, New York, and I was in Silicon Valley. I thought, well, I sort of liked uh, California, so I started, uh, had $1,000 and uh, bought a suntan center and grew that into a chain of suntan centers and gyms and trucking companies and all manner of things. Took that public with a reggae offering, then came down from Silicon Valley down to San Diego, invested in the cancer space. Okay. And I and I studied difficult to treat cancers at MIT. Then that particular sector had the legs chopped out from under it. Was cancer immunotherapies by the uh, previous administration? And I said, Well, what am I going to do? And somebody approached me and said, Would you consider a cancer treatment in the medical marijuana space? And my my first reaction was, You've got to be kidding! I've got more white hair than gray hair. It's like asking <laughs> a chicken to go surfing in the ocean. But the scientists in me said, well, this is a fantastic treatment for cancer patients, and I should give it a look. And I felt I could uh, contribute by adding additional medical expertise and investment professionalism and integrity to the space. So we started in 2013 and have been added in this space ever since. So 2013 is when you started, and then and you've been investing in different cannabis companies since then. Yes. Well, you have a lot of experience in the in raising capital and running companies, so I, I, I think you're the perfect person to talk to us about the different stages of raising cannabis capital. So, you know, why don't we just jump into it? What's the first stage of raising capital? The first thing you're going to do is put up your own money. So look to your own resources, and one of the easiest things to do is use a credit card. It's almost impossible to get a business loan, but it's very easy to get credit card loans, and that usually will get you started. I know that scares people, but most people that aren't in business would be shocked how many people funded their business on the back of credit cards to get it going. So now that you've got it up and running, or you, what is the, what's the next step? You start with a friends and family round and try to get as much as you can and you have to be responsible responsible as you're doing this. Don't take more money from people than they can afford. And it's always good when you're talking to an investor to be able to say, well, my mother is in the deal. Really? So that's a great little uh, psychological tip. 
All right, so now that you're up and running, you have you have a track record of raising capital from people. Is at this point, do you start to reach out to some angel investors? The the next step after this, you try to get an angel investor to sort of sponsor you. And it's important to recognize that the angel investors and any investor really are often in often making that investment for emotional reasons. It's not purely a numbers game. They want to sponsor the young kids and feel like they're being useful because they've had their success okay. earlier in life. All right, so now you've, you've you've used your credit cards, you've went through your friends and family, you have an angel investor, next step. So at, at that at that time there's private equity firms out there now and they will they will want to give you money for a piece of your business. Usually the f- the form that that takes is convertible debt. So if you stumble, well they still have you on the debt side, but they still get the upside if you do well. But by this point you're looking at substantial expansion or acquisition. Now you you've reached the point where you could go public. The the main purpose, the main business purpose is to get liquidity or money for owners, to get money for the business, raise money, mm-hmm. or to use the, the stock of the company as an acquisition currency. So really it's mostly about getting money. After you're public, Investment banks will work with you to do a secondary offering. So if you're if you're working with a good investment bank, they will they will do that uh, for you. I mean, we've been speaking with Chet Billingsley, the CEO of Mentor Capital, which, by the way, all of Mentor Capital's information, including Chet's email is on the MJ Bulls website at mjbulls.com. Chat, we didn't talk about this when, when you were telling us your story, but Mentor Capital is a publicly traded company. And if somebody was interested in purchasing shares of stock in your company, what's the symbol? Uh, the symbol is M-N-T-R. It's just mentor without the vowels. Okay. And, and, and we've been talking about going public. And, of course, if somebody is interested in getting ready for sale, spin-off, or to go public, or to operate in a public environment. And, uh, you know, they have, they have sales already past a, uh, a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a call, and we'll talk to you. Yeah, clearly you've been through this quite a few times. You've done it for yourself, and you've done it for your clients. So you, you, you know your way around this, this process. Chet, a lot of good information. I really appreciate you taking the time to share this information with all of our listeners today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Good talking to you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, 
advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.